Welcome back to another episode of Too Many Men. Uh, it's Tony, Trish, Eric here, and I don't know about y'all, but I'm feeling super. <laughs> so last I heard about this, and you're telling me otherwise, but last I heard this was like an up-and-coming new league for soccer, mm. and it was going to be all these big teams coming mm. together and playing in the league, and mm. all the players were going to be guaranteed like ridiculous money mm. to play in it. It was like four hundred and forty million for yeah. each team, mm. guaranteed. Or, or, or as I call it, the SEC. Basically, <laughs> yes, that is the equivalent of what the Super League would have been. This is the first time we talk any European soccer on this show. Yeah, and I'm for this. Yeah, whatever. Because this is actually quite interesting. So there's six teams that are huge in England. It's called the Big Six. Yep. It's uh. Chelsea, Liverpool, Man United, Man City, Arsenal, Tottenham. and Tottenham. Those six were going to leave the British Premier League for the new European Super League, the ESL. From Italy, they had Juventus, AC, AC Milan. Milan. What's the last one? I think that was it for Italy. No, there's one more. There's three from Italy and three from Spain, isn't there? I know the three from Spain off the top of my head. Three from Spain are Madrid, or Real Madrid, Atletico Madrid, and Barcelona. There was, there, dude, there was one more from Italy. Oh, well. Regardless. You would oh, have Inter Milan. Inter Milan, that's it. You would have taken the six biggest teams out of England. Yep. That was the plan. Fans are already in up in arms about this. But not only that, you are basically guaranteeing yourself a free pass to the biggest national tournament or the biggest European tournament there was. Teams were doing this because they were upset. I was, I'm trying to think of a comparison. I finally heard a good one for this. The, they felt the big team should play in the big European tournament, the UEFA Champions League, at the conclusion of every soccer season. They felt like they should be in regardless they were good or not good that year. <laughs> the equivalent being, let's take UNC, Duke, Kentucky, Kansas, uh, uh, two more, whatever, and say they feel like no matter what their record is, every year they should be in the NCAA tournament. And when the NCAA tells them no, they say, fine, we'll go start our own tournament. That's what the European Super League basically was. Which, I mean, cool. <laughs> yeah, I... I'm against... I was against the European Super League. A lot of people won't care. It's just such bad... It's such bad football. Because... Don't call it football. That's what like, it is. That's what, you call that's what it, it is. I, they were first. Hey, you gotta give them props. Chelsea's older than the National Football League, the yeah. NFL itself, yeah. so... To see the protests outside of uh, Stamford Bridge, Stamford yeah. Bridge, Chelsea's uh, stadium was fantastic. The Chelsea bus is trying to pull up because they had a game today. Trying to pull up, and they will not let the bus through. Former goalkeeper Petr Cech, who uh, works within Chelsea now, gets off the bus and starts yelling at the crowd, let us through so we can play. And they're like, no, <laughs> not happening unless you withdraw from the Super League. And they did. Did they withdraw and then the crowd moved? Or did the crowd move? No, they, they, withdrew, like, we'll they, withdraw. they withdrew. They said, we're going to withdraw. Okay. And the crowd moved. All right. 
and then they could followed. Have just said, We're going to withdraw, and then not withdraw. Every single British team is withdrawing. Yeah. Arsenal was the last one to say it, which doesn't really matter. Arsenal's usually not that good anyway. Well, I heard uh, FIFA was saying that. Yeah, that they was another part gonna of it. They weren't going to let players who played in the European Super League play in the FIFA yeah. World Cup. So, which to me, how can you say that? Pretty easily. Eh. They're the governance on soccer. Yeah, I know, but that's not fair. Sure it is. Just because I'm playing in a certain league you don't like now. Well, I don't get every to play every soccer national. league is unified under FIFA, and if you play oh. in FIFA, you're eligible for the FIFA World Cup. So if you're playing in the so, yeah okay. So if you played in the European Super League, you'd be barred from the FIFA World Cup. You would be barred from the Euro Championship. You'd be barred from all that. Yep. Because you're not under the guidelines of FIFA anymore. They came out in strong opposition of it, uh, the head of FIFA. It was a. I was kind of w- hoping it was still going to this podcast, but it looks like it's not happening. Uh, the The goal of the league was eventually twenty teams by I think it was twenty two, twenty three, or twenty three, twenty four. They were going to kick off with twelve as soon as humanly possible. I mean, announcements were coming out this morning that they were going to start play as soon as August. Not happening now, <laughs> but. It's basically teams taking the easy way out to the Champions League for more money. Uh, and let's be honest, if you're taking, if FIFA was true with their threats of banning players from FIFA tournaments at the next FIFA World Cup, you would have no Messi. Yep. You would have no Ronaldo. Yep. You would have no Ibrahimovic. You would have no Mo Salah. You'd be dismantling entire nations of their soccer program because Argentina is nothing without Lionel Messi. They're still competitive, yeah, but they're not a World Cup You're really also competitor. getting rid of the entirety of England, essentially. All yeah, because yeah, every great soccer player for England typically plays for those big six teams. I know you're bigger into European soccer than I am. You're a Liverpool fan, right? Yeah, I'm a Liverpool guy. Yeah. And you saw my, if you saw my tweet today, yeah. The best thing is when former players and players were saying, we don't, we don't want to play in this. All the entire Liverpool team tweeted out at once. Zlatan Ibrahimovic said, if this is the way they feel, I'll just find a new team. I won't have that much of a problem finding a new team. I'm a world-class talent. Good Which, for him. True, he is. <laughs> the best thing about Ibrahimovic when he was in MLS... Somebody said, "What do you think of um, what? What do you think of playing in MLS?" He goes, "I'm a Ferrari among Fiats." Mm. The best one was that they compared him to some other player who was tearing up the MLS, and he's like, "Okay, oh Martinez, yeah." That's it. He's like, "How old is he?" He's like, "Oh, you know, he's he's in the prime of his career, tearing up the MLS." He's like, "Okay, I'm 38 <laughs> at the end of my career, toward the end." <laughs> Putting up better numbers than him. There's, We're not the same. We're built different. <laughs> I came over here just to tear up the MLS and leap. It's because Americans will never truly embrace soccer. <laughs> hey, listen. Let me tell you. If this Super League thing would have happened and, F- and players would have actually went and FIFA would have banned players, if Christian Pulisic would have said, no, I'm not going because he's the USA's next superstar... We would have had a shot, not at winning, but being like a top five team in the tournament because you basically take out England. Yep. You basically take out France, Italy, Portugal, Argentina, Spain, Spain, and then it's just Germany 
and a bunch of other teams competing for second. Oh, yeah, we definitely would. But it's a bunch of other teams competing for second. Which the United States could have competed. Yeah. So on that level, I'm upset the Super League's gone. But on a soccer basis, on a soccer... I side with the soccer fans here. This... No Super League better. Because imagine if, like, the Chiefs, Packers, Bucks, Patriots... Imagine they said, no, we're leaving the NFL. We're forming our own league. They don't want to give us shots to Super Bowl. Yeah. So, like, the AFC just said, fuck it, we're independent again. Not even that. You need the best teams. You can't take any bad team. Well, Arsenal's not great, but they're still a name. Like, take your biggest brands. Like, let's say the NFL just... Take the NFL, take out Patrick Mahomes and them boys. Take out Tom Brady and that whole team. Packers. Take out the Cowboys, just cause. I was just about to say take out Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Yep. <laughs> What's the NFL after that? Who's your Who's your star? Russell Wilson and the Seahawks gone. Take them out too. All of a sudden, Josh Allen and the Bills. Take them out. Fuck. All of a sudden, Daniel Jones ain't looking too bad. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of better teams. New Orleans, a, a Drew, ah, Drew, Drew Breesless New, New Orleans. Orleans. I mean, historically, come on. Drew Breesless New Orleans is not good at all. Yeah, I know, but they've got a better system now. I'm pretty sure if they take out Matt Stafford the Rams, old arthritic like guy out there. Yeah, but they the didn't ball. really do anything with it. They just got clapped by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They made it to the playoffs every year. Uh, yeah, it's more than the Giants can say. That's facts. Listen, <laughs> I'm not comparing them to the Giants. <laughs> Basically, if you took out all of them, your football, your top tier of football would be what, like Atlanta? I no, I'm still, <laughs> I'm still not putting Atlanta on that list. I'd put Carolina on that list. I wouldn't. You wouldn't? No. The I AFC think Carolina is better than than uh, Atlanta. But all of a sudden, Indy's like a top five team. Oh, take okay. out Indy. Indy's too good. I was take about out to Indy. say Indy. Yeah. I can see Indy. All Although, of a sudden, out in the AFC West, you got Gruden going. Man, we might have a chance. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, the Raiders. <laughs> Raiders could win the Super Bowl. Gruden, <laughs> bless his heart, thinks they have a chance now with Mahomes in the division. No. And Justin Herbert coming up through the division. They Ooh, don't. There you go, Justin Herbert and the Chargers. Yeah, Justin Herbert is all of a sudden your Taking biggest off. name. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Tough times for the National Football League, let me tell until, you. Until uh, <laughs> what? Until next season. And Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. And the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. Did you see the thing with Trevor Lawrence? In the, uh, I think it was Sports Illustrated. Or ESPN, one of those two. He said uh, he doesn't have a chip on his shoulder. Yep. Doesn't feel pressure to win a Super Bowl. Nope. It's a very good thing he's going to a franchise who also doesn't feel pressure to win a Super Bowl. He said he has an internal drive that drives him, and he listens to that but internal no, voice. No, but he doesn't give a fuck what anybody thinks about Because usually him. your cookie-cutter athlete in the draft is, I got a chip on my shoulder. I was always told I was too small, this, that, the other thing. Trevor Lawrence is like, no, nah, they basically always told me I was going to be good. And You talk about cookie-cutter, like Tom Brady. I got the look of it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like he was, he still, to this day, if you tell him something, he's like, yeah, now I want to do it more. Exactly. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence, you can let him go, hey, you're never going to win a Super Bowl. He'd be like, eh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> sorry you think that, bud. Sorry you think that. I might, <laughs> but sorry you think that. We never know. Hey, it's Jacksonville. Who knows? Poor Jacksonville. Yeah, sometimes, you know. Poor Jacksonville. Jacksonville's not winning anything. Oh, they're so bad. Trevor Lawrence, Peyton Manning go walking through those doors. Prime Peyton Manning. Your reputation of Jacksonville will still catch up to you. 
The draft is nine days away. Yeah. I'm hyped. I'm Let's excited. Go. I want Devonta Smith in the worst way. Really? Yes. That's where you've fallen so really? bad. Really? That's Devonta interesting. You want, I want, want Devonta, Devonta Smith. Smith huh? I want him you're so not bad. Getting Devonta Smith. I want him you're or Kyle Pitts. Oh, well, you're, Kyle Pitts ain't happening. I you want got a him better Kyle Pitts. I, I think your odds at Devonta Smith are pretty low. I've seen a lot of <laughs> mock Kyle, drafts yeah, where Devonta so Smith oh, yeah. falls below yeah. the Giants. I'm like, if Devonta Smith is still there and the fucking Giants don't take here's, him, I'm going to scream. Here's, here's the issue with that. Detroit's best wide receiver right now is Brashad Perriman. <laughs> yeah. It's Detroit. They could also just take, you know, Jalen Waddle. How many years was Matt Stafford there in Detroit begging for help? Well, he had Megatron for a lot of those yeah, Megatron. Granted, that was it. Granted, it drove Megatron insane, and he eventually left. Outside of Megatron, who did he have? Kenny Galladay. Okay, yeah, (laughs) two different times, but all right. I'll give it to you. Um, Marvin Jones. Golden Tate. Mm. Golden Tate. A better better Golden Tate, not like when he was on the Giants. But not quite what he was on Seattle. So, Detroit picks what, seven or eight? Seven. Also, do not slander Brendan Pettigrew. He sucked. Don't do that. <laughs> I, I see. Five, five I, end every year. I see why it drove uh, Matt Stafford crazy. Because it was the same thing every year. It was okay. I have one receiver who's decent. But how am I going to get him the ball? When Matt Stafford had good receivers too. He had no offensive line. Yeah, and he still went like ten and six that one yeah, year. Like, I feel I feel so bad for him. That zero and sixteen team is just. So you you want Kyle Pitts? This everybody wants Kyle Pitts. He's the second best player in this draft. I know he's so good. I want Kyle Pitts or Devonta Smith, and I will take nothing less. Um, here, nothing here's how will be it. Here's how I feel. I don't think Devonta Smith's going to be there. I really hope he is though. I, I think Jalen Waddle will be. Okay. And before this offseason, where you go out and you get Kenny Galladay, I would have said, yeah. Jalen Waddle, solid draft pick, makes sense. Still kind of makes sense. He would be a solid number two. If we don't go wide receiver, I want a defensive edge rusher. Oh, I want a, uh, I want a lineman. You want a lineman? Yeah. I have, oh. de- I have in yeah. my mock, okay. I have defensive edge rusher. Who do you got? Gregory Russo. Oh no! Don't do that. I I'm seeing things he might fall to the second round. But but the the even bigger dagger based on this conversation is that I have the Eagles taking Jalen Waddle with the next. Pick. That's the reason why there is some added incentive for the Giants to take the wide receiver that's there. Because it's so who Philly, Philly cannot. Wants, yeah. It's going to be what Dallas did last year. Exactly with why they took C.D. Lamb. Yep. So Philly couldn't. Honestly, with what Philly did to the Giants this year, I'm all for just taking whoever they wanted. Um, I I'm trying to think of my order how I have things. I don't have. I don't really. I'm not in love with any of the edge rushers in this draft. I'll be real with you. And if I'm the Giants, uh, you could have five quarterbacks go before you pick. Yeah, you could have. You're gonna have the run of the mill. Well, like yeah, most likely. Mostly whatever you want outside of a few top outside quarterback positions, because you know one and two are going quarterback. Yeah, hundred percent. And, and three, San Fran. You don't trade up to take a wide receiver. Yeah, yeah. Now, so that's yeah, three I, gone. I quarterback at San Fran too. 
for sake of argument, let's say it's just Lawrence Wilson, Justin Fields, Mac Jones, and then and then you're gonna probably have Trey Lance go before you, and you're probably gonna have Mac Jones go before you. So that's six players probably. Teams will trade up for the quarterback. Yeah. If he's the only one left, yeah. either of those two, teams will trade up for the quarterback. Right now, with no trades, I have four quarterbacks going before pick 10. That means there would be five players taken that aren't quarterbacks before the Giants can pick. So let's go through them. Kyle Pitts. Panay Sewell. I have them both. Yep. Jamar Chase. Correct. Rashawn Slater, potentially. I do I do not have Rashawn Slater going before then. Patrick Sertan. I have Sertan. Devonta Smith. I have Devonta Smith. Jalen Waddle. I do not have Jalen Waddle. And the ones so- I have ahead of ones I have ahead are Micah Parsons. And for sake Aiden. of argument, I'm going to throw yeah. J.C. Horn and the guy who yeah. I like, Micah Parsons, in there. You're guaranteed one of those guys. Yeah. And you can't, in my eyes, you can't go wrong with any of those picks. Pitts and Sewell, they're a pipe dream. Yep. The chances of them falling insanely slim, almost zero, to New I, York at 11. It's hard, because like, I look around, and I've tried to look at some mock drafts this year, because we're doing the uh, the Dynasty League, so I'm trying to like. Oh, actually Oh, so you're doing some research oh. beforehand. To who these guys are. But um, I've seen a lot of mock drafts where Pitts falls pretty far, and Devonta Smith I've seen many mock drafts where he falls below the Giants. And that yeah, shit I, drives me insane when I see I've, that. I've seen mocks having him go to Minnesota, and I just immediately click off because I'm like, that's not happening. <laughs> if he somehow falls past the Giants, I can guarantee you he doesn't fall past the Eagles. Yeah. I can guarantee no. that. Yeah. Uh, I think his value is more of a wide receiver, wide receiver slash tight end hybrid type of player. Kind of like an Evan Ingram on steroids. Evan Ingram, I, I like where I've, Evan like, was good. I looked yeah. at my mock draft. I love where I have Kyle Pitts going in mine. It's a perfect fit. I could see four to Atlanta. I do. I don't. I have Atlanta taking Sewell. I can see that too. I. So if, if you're the Giants, you got to assume one of Smith, Waddle, Slater. They're going to be there. Or Parsons are going to be there. Mm-hmm. Which, it, it's the 11th pick. Or, or, what I've heard, trade down. That I've also heard. The 11th pick, as of right now, signifies the turn in the draft for me. You know? Because out of those top 10 teams, I'd say 9 of them, the exception being the Dallas Cowboys... There is a glaring, 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 glaring need. You know? Yeah. I think even with Dallas, there's a pretty glaring need. There is. But there's not more than one. And even with the glaring need for Dallas, have you narrowed it down to two players? I've narrowed it down to three. Yeah. I'm guessing Sertan, Horn. Sertan, Sertan, Horn, Farley. Yeah. But, like, Jacksonville, you know they're going quarterback. Jets, you know they're going quarterback. Niners, you know they're going quarterback. Atlanta, bit of a wild card. Bit of a wild card. Um, I've been a proponent of saying that they should take a quarterback, and but they're not going to. Uh, Bengals, you know they're either going offensive line or wide receiver. 
Miami's interesting. Miami is interesting. Uh, Miami, I could... And I know this sounds fucked up, but I can see them going quarterback. I can't because of where they sit. If they were going to go quarterback, I think they would have stayed three. You think they would have just mm-hmm. stayed up yeah, there? Yeah, I actually think they're going to trade out of this spot again. Get some more Cause, And it's not going to be till the actual draft happens. If Jamar Chase isn't there, I think they trade out of the spot. I'm fairly certain. Yeah, I don't have Jamar Chase being there Yeah, six. Yeah, Cincinnati at five, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then Detroit can really go all over the place. But I think that's wide receiver. Yeah, it's really got, it has to be, you would assume. It has to be Devonta Smith. If not wide receiver, I guess you could make an argument for offensive line. I was about to say, O-line. Yeah. They need it. <laughs> but, and then Carolina, that's an interesting place. You can make the argument for offensive line. You can make the argument for somebody on the defensive side of the ball. And Denver, I'm fairly certain Denver's going quarterback. I think the Drew Locke experiment is over in Denver. Hey, stop talking shit about it. Uh, listen, I, it's just... I will not stand... John Elway doesn't like to stand. wait. <laughs> like, if Mac Jones is there, he'll be a, he'll be a Denver Bronco. Denver's I do got have a Denver lot going, of problems. I, I do have Denver going quarterback. Is it my boy Trey Lance? Justin Fields. Mm. See, I feel like Denver's one of those teams where you can start building the team first and then get a quarterback. Because Denver is not that always high enough. sounds great, but it I know, never it's hard. Works. It's hard to do. But so, right oh, now oh, in Denver, no. you don't have a team. Well, they got the defense. They still have Von Miller and Bradley Chubb. Yeah, yeah but Portland's that's an Sutton. aging Von Miller. Cortland Sutton. They have the wide receiver core, Jerry Judy. Granted, yeah, they're not getting the wide out. Yeah, they're out on the wide out. Offensive line, there's an argument. Quarterback, there's an argument. They're pretty much set on the defensive side of the ball. I don't think a cornerback would kill them. They're not awful. It's just they're not. They're not what yeah, they used to uh, be. They're not what they were when they carried uh, Peyton Manning to the Super Bowl. But the five quarterbacks are Lawrence, Wilson, Lance, Fields, Jones. I don't know what order out people have them out there in. Well, the first two are obvious. Yeah. My, uh, my order right now is, is Lawrence, Wilson, Lance, Fields. One second. Obvious and based of what order they're going or obvious based uh, off of their skill level? No. Obvious based in what in order where they're, they're going. going. Okay, yeah. 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 I would agree with that. So one and two is going to be... Uh, wow, I forgot his name. Completely. Lawrence and Wilson. Yep. Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence and then Zach Wilson. I am fairly certain. Mahomes. I'm fairly certain Sam Fran is going Justin Fields. You think so? Yeah, you don't because think they're going to go Mac Jones? He doesn't fit the offense as much as... I don't think they trade Justin all the way Fields. up if it's Mac Jones. Yeah. I don't know. That's the thing. Well, no one thought the Giants were going to take Daniel Jones, like, three, what was that, three years ago now? Yeah, yeah. No one thought. Yeah, and... We they, traded up, and the we took The thought was they could have traded back, and he would have still been there. So right. they took him at six. So like, and if there's and if there's people saying that pe- that Daniel Jones is higher on the draft board than Dwayne Haskins, they're lying. But granted, granted, you don't trade up to take because where was Denver? Where was San Fran beforehand? Twelve. Mac Jones might have been there at twelve. Mm. The only reason I can see to trade up and draft Mac Jones is because if you feared that New England would do it. I, I could see New England taking him. I don't think New England would have given up the draft capital to three. 
I don't think New England would have given up the draft capital to six. I Unless think New England's. Ter- yeah, I, I think New England's. You were terrified of three teams. Yeah. You were terrified of Atlanta. You were terrified of Carolina. And you were terrified of Denver. Yeah, I, I think New England Max has the ability to trade up to seven or eight. But there's some interesting things out of New England. As of last night, one in the morning, we talked about this. Thirty in the morning, making yes, the rounds at one a.m. A leak okay, of now, somebody's desk. Un- okay, file this one under rumor, giant rumor. This is uh, from who is that? Gillette Nation on Twitter. Yeah, Gillette Nation was the one. It's a Patriots fan page. That guy's fired. Whoever it is, that dude's. Fired. Uh, the trade was, uh, and this would be in my eyes a damn near brilliant trade. For New England, New England it's sends. An NFL, it's an NFL changing trade. Yeah. It. Oh, let me hear it. It it, it changes two franchises drastically. Do you want to say or do you want me to? Say I'll it? say it because I remember it. New England's fifteenth yeah. pick goes to Green Bay. Okay. For pick twenty nine, uh-huh. a fourth round pick. Right. And Jordan Love. Wow. Now. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Now, wow. if you're New England, you get your quarterback, yeah. and you can still make a first-round pick. Yeah. If you're Green Bay, you can trade up to 15, and I was talking about this with Eric last night. I don't know if one of the three big receivers or Kyle Pitts will be there at 15. I don't think so. But you can still get a fairly good receiver. Or it puts you in a position to trade up to, I don't know, 11? Top 10. And snag a receiver? Yeah. And get, Aaron, and that is a that's committing to Aaron Rodgers for at least the next four or five seasons. Which also, why wouldn't you? Not a bad move. Why wouldn't you? I, also, Aaron Rodgers, Devonte Adams, Devonta Smith. Yeah, yeah, that would just be ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> or or Jalen Waddle or Kyle Pitts. Yeah, I, it it makes too much. I mean, Miami has said that they're still answering calls on six, maybe fifteen to six, but. It solves a problem in New England. It solves a problem in a way in Green Bay. And let's say you trade up to 15. You can't trade up. And you still get a good player. You still get a lineman. Yeah. And then you use your second on a skill position. Because I don't think you trade up to 15. You draft, uh, was it Kavarius Tony? Is that his name? Yeah. Or a Rashad Bateman. I don't think you do that. But Who was... Uh... Did um you you could did take Belichick 15. watch anybody this year? He watched Mac Jones. Okay, what, like his pro day. Like yeah, so usually usually during pro days he'll just fuck off to some. Random no, he field. was watching and he looked pissed off. <laughs> oh, at Mac. Jones. He was very upset at the pro day. Okay, a lot of people seem to be, but and he, I, he's I know, he's good friends with Nick Saban. Saban's not gonna Saban's gonna tell him if there's something wrong with Mac yeah. Jones. I know a couple of years ago, it was him in the rain watching some dude some, in a high school field. Yeah, some D3 player. <laughs> like, like he does shit like that where he'll just find random people in the middle of nowhere and but now all of a sudden they're stars. You, you look at New England last season, mm. what was their biggest problem? Quarterback. The deep ball. Yeah. They couldn't throw the ball downfield. Nope. You know who has a cannon? Jordan Love. Granted, Love. the receiver help isn't there. Nelson Aguilar is a... Solid plug and play, but he's not a true number one receiver. Hey, good for Julian Edelman, by the way. We haven't talked yeah. about that in the podcast. Retired. Retired. Yeah. That's somebody that Jordan Love, if he's traded to New England, could have really used a Julian Edelman. But 
Well, it's got Nelson Aguilar. Nelson Aguilar, yeah, but uh, John U. Smith's going to help. Hunter Henry's going to help. Look what Hunter Henry did for Justin Herbert last season. Yeah. Jordan Love going to New England almost makes too much sense. Because they were a team rumored last year, potentially, they could draft Jordan Love. Yeah. I I can also see this as... Now they get Jordan Love and get more assets if this goes through. Yes. I could also see this as an apology to uh, Aaron Rodgers. That too. Because he he wanted receiver help so bad. It it changes the (laughs) dynamic of two franchises. Because right now, you look at New England, and it's a team that you could see built the team first. They're just missing the quarterback. Yep. And that gets you a quarterback not only for now, but for 10 years from now. You look at Green Bay, and while you're 100% sure... Aaron Rodgers is going to be the quarterback this season. Beyond that, especially recently, has seemed like a big question mark. That is Green Bay committing to Aaron Rodgers by getting him the first round weapon we have not seen. Yep. In Green Ever Bay. For Ever. From Green Bay. The only first round pick he's thrown to was Mercedes Lewis. Yeah. Well, even when Favre was there, Favre, they don't, it was they the don't, same thing. They don't waste first round picks on wide receivers. Favre wanted wide receiver help. And then they drafted Aaron Rodgers, and he was like, what the fuck? They have relied heavily on depth picks turning out. Yep. And, and they have. They have. And they've also relied heavily on getting so fucking lucky like going from Brett Favre to yeah. Aaron Rodgers. Could you imagine if every team had a quarterback transition that went that smoothly? <laughs> like, Devontae like, Adams, second-round pick, panned out. Marquez Valdez-Scantling, I think it was a fourth, pans yeah. out. He's pretty good. Yeah. But... When you look at the five wide receivers who I have above in, in this draft, and that's Chase, Waddle, Smith, Kavarius, Tony, and uh, Rashad Bateman, there's a gap, clearly, between those three and those bottom two. Yep. And if you have the ability to get one of those three who could easily step in somewhere and probably not be a number one wide receiver week one, it's tough for a rookie wide receiver to do that. But in Green Bay, he doesn't need to be because Devontae Adams is on the other side of him. Yep. Let's say by the grace of God, you are able to shut down Devontae Adams. How are you shutting down Jalen Waddle or Devonta Smith on the other side with one of the most accurate quarterbacks of our generation throwing to him? <laughs> You're not. Exactly. It's just going to be fucking... There are some questions on the offensive line because they did lose some players in free agency, but this is one of the deepest offensive linemen draft we've seen. They have a late second-round pick they could easily use on an interior lineman, which... Do you want to reverse those roles? Do you want to draft your lineman early and get your wide receiver late? Or do you want to draft... Because it's a simple question. I got a very easy answer for you. Whatever the fuck Aaron Rodgers wants, exactly. Aaron Rodgers gets. Well, so if you he, would think. No, no, no. But here we are. I'm saying if they Aaron end up Rogers trading. Aaron Rodgers not want Jordan Love. If they end up trading Jordan Love, <laughs> and that's like their apology to Aaron Rodgers. Oh, we're so sorry. We didn't mean to do this. We understand. You know, you, you had an MVP level season last year. We get it. You're the guy. Now you have to go to him on your hands and knees and say, please, sir, what do you want? Yeah. <laughs> And he should be in the fucking draft room with you going him. So what the, Caval- so what, so what the Cavaliers have been doing for 15 years? Yeah. LeBron. For yeah. LeBron. Yeah, exactly. It should be exactly that. Anything he wants, he gets. Tom Brady was in New England, felt threatened by Jimmy Garoppolo, said, get him out. Trade him. And he was fucking gone. Jimmy G was a great Went to backup. Robert Kraft and said, you got to get him out of here. And, and, and Robert Kraft looked at Bill Belichick and said, you got to get him out of here. <laughs> like... And that's the shit. When you're that good of a quarterback, that's something you earn. 
you've earned the right to say, no, you don't get to fucking draft my replacement yet. Fuck off. The gap between the number one lineman and the number number 20 lineman is smaller than the gap between the number one wide receiver and the number five wide receiver. Yeah. That's why you take the third best wide receiver Mm -hmm. at uh, 15 or you trade up to 11 or something. You take the third best wide receiver or you... And you take the 20th best lineman who can be a starter week one after three weeks of preseason and be as serviceable as the guy you could take at 15 or before that 29. This seems like a no-brainer trade for both sides if the leak is true. But I could see Bill Belichick not making the trade solely because it leaked. Yeah, I could see that Which too. would be... It'd be Belichick. It, it depends how much he values Jordan Love. It would be Belichick. Belichick would be like, oh, I got out. No. Not also, if you're New England, you need to look at Jordan Love and you need to say, where do I value him if I put him in this draft class? He's an interesting quarterback. Yeah. He didn't really play at all for Green Bay last year. And nor did he need to. Yeah. Which no one expected him yeah. to. Some relief situations. I can still see Jordan Love just being an Aaron Rodgers like Aaron Rodgers was to Brett Favre. He never, he never played it down in the regular season or the postseason. Like, I could see him just sitting behind Aaron Rodgers for, like, three or four years with Aaron Rodgers the whole time saying, I'm not teaching him shit, and then him fucking off to another team and then retiring, and then Jordan Love becoming the guy in Green Bay. Um, Comes out of a strange situation in Utah State. 26th pick in the draft last year. I'm not sure what number quarterback taken. He had Joe Burrow taken before him, Tua taken before him, Justin Herbert taken before him. And that's, I think he was the fourth. Yeah, he's the fourth quarterback taken in last year's draft. Last year's quarterback draft wasn't very outside of those top three. Deep. Yeah, it, it where wasn't. Did have, where did I have Love going last year? Now I'm curious. I think I had him going to New England. Uh, New either New England or New Orleans. Either one of those places made sense. Well, I, Orleans... Green Bay, I did not see, but I remember watching the draft, looking over and going, "What if they take? What if they take a quarterback here?" It's a it, Listen, it's a power move. Everybody called it that when they did it. We all understand what they're trying to do. They're trying to do the same thing they did last time, like I just said. They're trying to get another Aaron Rodgers, another diamond in the rough that's just going to come had, up behind. Jacksonville. That made mm, sense, too. Yeah. Quarterback rank, well, looking back on it, they played this their cards perfectly. But So let's throw Jordan Love into the mix. How would you rank the quarterbacks from best to worst? Trevor Lawrence, right? He's, all, still, he's still at the top. Can we, we can all agree on Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. Two yep. is where it gets interesting. You guys are all high on Zach Wilson. I'm not high on him. I just think that's he's going to the Jets. I think the Jets Do you think he's the second-best quarterback in this draft? I think it's I close. legitimately do. Do you think, Eric? I do. Uh, I'm still no, with not, good. Even, not even not even a doubt in my mind either. I'm uh, fairly confident saying that. All right, I'll say Zach Will- Zach Wilson's the second, but I know there's a who are you saying is the second best quarterback in this draft? I I can go with Zach Wilson. I know he's going too. Third so. is where it gets interesting. Yeah, is it Zach Wilson? Is it Mac Jones? Is it? I think it's Trey Lance. Trey Lance. I think it's Justin Fields. Yeah. Mm, I haven't seen a lot of Trey Lance. Is Mac Jones five for everybody? 
Yeah, I've got him at the yes. bottom. Alabama quarterbacks never pan out. Is Jordan? That's right. <laughs> to, be fair, to be fair, nor do Ohio State quarterbacks. That's also facts. That's true too. Do you have Jordan Love? If Jordan Love was entering the draft this year, same intangibles you saw in the 2020 draft, same everything. Is he above Mac Jones? Yes. Yeah. Is he above Trey Lance? No. Like I, I didn't see enough of him. Is so. he above Justin Fields? It's close. I don't think it's Bob Trey Lance. So he's, I, he's like three or four. And if you're going to trade up for Mac Jones, if that's where it's heading in the direction, Why don't and if they just... have Jordan Love above Trey Lance and you were going to trade up for Dre, Trey Lance, it would make sense to trade for Jordan Love and still make a first-round selection in this year's draft and get another draft pick. Yep. And we know how well New England does with these late-round draft picks. They all of a sudden turn into all-stars and all-pros studs wherever they're playing. I hope we get Belichick's dog again at the draft this year. Well, I, I think this season, for me at least, is a very uh, make-or-break season for the Patriots. It, it's it's how much do you want a rookie at the helm doing it, though. Yeah, it's not even that, though, because... Because right now, everything everything leans to them going rookie or young quarterback at the helm. Yeah, which I'm fine with. You need to at this point. You're, that's just, that's a just lot tough when you make a break season for There's not boys, a lot of free agent quarterbacks. You're, you're, yeah. forgetting, you're forgetting an X factor here, and that's my man in San Francisco, Jimmy G. If they do move him. If he gets moved, which right now they're saying he's their guy for this season. We'll, yeah, see. we'll, we'll see after they throw Trey Cliff, Lance in. We'll have to see. Cliff Kingsbury, Cliff Kingsbury said the same thing about Josh Rosen. Facts. <laughs> That's true. Uh, but the reason I think it's a make-or-break season is because we saw what Tom Brady could do without Bill Belichick last year. in in On the Bucks. And granted, he had a great fucking team. He got everything he wanted. Yeah. And he won a Super Bowl. Bill Belichick had a dog shit team. Half of his defense didn't come back to play because... No Tom Brady. They didn't think it was they a point, I guess. Out. They said, fuck it. I don't COVID. want to do this. Uh, and then you have <laughs> Cam Newton, a very old, run-down, just awful Cam Newton trying better, to be a Better years are behind him. Yeah, His MVP it, season was, was a awful. while ago. And, you know, your still, line was damaged. To, I know why they signed him to a one-year deal. Now. I still understand that. Yeah, it still made oh, sense yeah, why yeah. they made that 100%. move. Because what if he does do show that thing. and then yeah. you look like a genius? Yep. But which usually does happen to Bill for Belichick. this season. Belichick went out. He signed all the free agents he wanted so far. Now he's now we're gonna have to see how he drafts. Depending on how he drafts, we might have a very young, good Patriots team again. I want to see what they can do without Tom Brady, because there's always gonna be that ages long yeah. debate of was it Tom Brady or was it Bill Belichick? Well, I want to see Bill win one without Tom now. <laughs> I want to see yeah. if he can do it. I think he can. I definitely think a lot of that oh, was I, coaching. Oh, I totally think he could, too. I just... I, I wanna, think he's... If... Man, if... I want to see him over the next two or three... You know what? I won't call this the make-or-break season. I'll say the next, next two year. or three I think next years. year is. You think so? Yeah. If, especially if you get a rookie quarterback, I'd say it's next year. Well, uh, it, we a, have to see how he does. A dark horse, I could say, being in there. They keep saying they're committed to him, but I could really see the Raiders moving Derek Carr. I could really see Didn't it. Didn't they shop him around? They have. It's they. It's been rumored they have in the past. It seemed like it'd be a good fit also, in New England. Let's also wait a little while and see what happens with Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Uh, speaking about Deshaun, did you see his lawyer finally made a statement? Did he? Yeah, it was like two days ago. Hang on, let me pull up the actual but statement. You're not going to know what New England's plans are this year. I'd say until, until they, they make that pick. 
Because it can change right up until then. You mentioned real quick. Eric, you you mentioned real quick. Well, it's smokescreen season in the NFL. You mentioned uh, something about Bill Belichick's dog. Did you see the the Los Angeles Rams draft room this year? I did. Beach house. Which is a hell of a flex for the Rams. By the way, speaking of flexes, Shout out to Cliff Kingsbury for having the best draft house last year. Well, let's be let's be honest. Cliff Kingsbury has set the bar. Yeah, the bar has been set for your draft house, right. draft room. Do you see? Do you see what the Rams did today? No, they signed Corey Bajorquez from the Bills. Oh no! Hey, uh-uh, you can't do my man Johnny Hecker like that. That's the best punter in the game. If for some reason the Rams were to go Bjorkes over Johnny Hecker, I would give up everything for Johnny Hecker to be a New York I Giant. I would give up a decent amount for Johnny Hecker. For, as far as punters go, I'd give up a fourth-round pick for that punter. I have, I have those go ahead. statements. Go ahead. All right. So uh, this comes after uh, two different judges ruled that the women in these cases, the 22 uh, – Need to be As public. Right, they need to identify yeah. themselves. I know one one woman withdrew mm-hmm. her case, but another one submitted one right after that. So uh, here's here's uh, Watson's lawyer Harden's uh, statement. He said, "Today we answered the lawsuits filed against our client Deshaun Watson." Was this from? Wa- uh, I don't know. Two days ago. Okay. Yeah. So uh, let's see. Mr. Watson has been adamant that he did not engage in any improper conduct, and we strongly believe him. Therefore, the answer to the question of whether we are saying that all 22 plaintiffs are lying about the allegations of sexual misconduct by Mr. Watson is a resounding yes. He also said that he wants a trial by jury. Yeah, that I saw. Which, if you're if you're lying, you're not That's, usually the yeah. one that requests a trial That's by a hell jury. Of a move. Usually, you want to settle out of court. That is a this guy's like, no. I know I didn't do anything. Put me in court. I'll prove it. <laughs> so it's going to be interesting because to prove a negative is hard. That's a quarterback that could be on the market very soon. And I don't mean trade market. You I mean think free he's market. going to get cut? Because let's say allegations are true and it goes the route of some other NFL players where they settle out of court and stuff like that. We've seen a lot of NFL players – Come back from a lot of shady Grant, shit. Yes, the league usually suspends. The Green Hunt one was fan, just fascinating. Yeah, the league usually suspends them, and then usually they're like untouchable for a couple. Let's of games, say he's suspended. And then they get let's say he's suspended a year. Okay, I think it's different with a starting quarterback. I don't think there's that. I think if Houston were to let him go, a team would sign him while he's suspended. Yeah, probably because. He's- He's that. He's going to go, he's a, yeah. He's, he's a fresh... Listen, I... If it is false, if the allegations are false, I really hope that the right call is made. Yeah. I really do. But well, it's something the NFL way, has to keep right an eye on. It's definitely something that the NFL has to investigate themselves. Yeah. Because By the way, you always see... Um, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Eric. Big gap in the chat for the Seahawks after signing Alden Smith and then having a warrant issued for his arrest a day later. Dude, Alden Smith has had such a tough NFL career. What did Alden Smith do? He's wanted for assault in Louisiana right now. 
Cowboy. Yeah, on a battery charge. Two days after the Seattle Seahawks signed him. Oh, did you see... Uh, this would be the third time in his career? Uh, I don't know. Because he just got back, signed with Dallas after an indefinite suspension. After a four-year suspension. Yeah. That's a long time. Did you see the football. guy who uh, filed that suit against Aaron Donald withdrew the suit? Yeah, because it wasn't Aaron Donald. Because the video came oh. out of Aaron Donald Granted. actually pushing people away from yeah. him. Last week, we talked about Aaron Donald Fight Club, all that. Yep. If you got hit by Aaron Donald, you'd know it. Yeah. You would know it. Yep. It's no, oh, Aaron and Donald like, hit me, then he didn't. Like, you you'd watch know the it. video, and it's not like it's even, like, possible it's that not he could have fought it. No. No. He knew that Aaron Donald jumped in and was like, no, don't hit him. And he still was like, nah, fuck you. I'm suing you. He didn't know there were cameras rolling. Yeah. I... <laughs> also, uh, Justin Justin Blackman is still suspended by the NFL. He's still on uh, He's still yeah. on the Jacksonville Jaguars roster, isn't he? What did he do? There. He's on the reserve list. Is he supposed to, Was he suspended for marijuana? Is he one of those? Oh, is that the guy that got suspended like four times? No, that's Josh Gordon. Oh, okay. <laughs> Gordon, Who yeah. is suspended again, isn't he? Isn't he currently uh, suspended? I believe so. well, he's playing for the fan-controlled football team. Hey, at a certain <laughs> point, you just got to go, all right, maybe I've smoked maybe, enough maybe weed. Maybe I got to stop. I got to play <laughs> yeah. football. Like, is that, it's is affecting that my professional life. On December, okay, I'm reading right off Wikipedia. Is this Josh on Gordon? 19, no, it's Justin Blackman. It's Justin Blackman. On December 19, 2015, Blackman was arrested for DUI. He pleaded guilty, and he was sentenced to one year in jail, which, which was suspended pending the completion of one year of probation. Find a thousand dollars and forced to undergo a hundred hours of community service. And what year was that? Twenty fifteen. Twenty fifteen. Twenty fifteen. Why is he still suspended? If he ever dude? decided to play again, he would have to go through a two month vetting process after applying for reinstatement. Despite this, Caldwell said at the time of Blackburn's arrest that the Jaguars have no intention of releasing him, and he reportedly completed the terms of the probation in August of twenty seventeen. <laughs> My guy, this man's been he was though. good too. You know what? You know what Jacksonville needs? A wide receiver. Yep. Well, they got some wide receivers. Yeah, not Justin Black. Charky's on that team, isn't he? DJ Chark? Yes, he is. Yeah, Charky, as you affectionately call him (laughs) because you're boys with him. I am. Baby Chark. It's my guy. Ooh. That's not new. (laughs) (laughs) I know it's not. I got excited. Oh. Shout out to uh, Patrick Marlowe. I was yeah, Patrick Marlowe, <laughs> one thousand seven hundred sixty-eight NHL games. Good for him. Not as much as a shout out uh, to CCM who gifted him those gloves with a typo on them. Oh yeah, is me, his and name Tone, spelled wrong? me and Tone were talking about Marlowe the other day. I mean, he's okay, but he's not. He's yeah, good. No, no, he's not by. Any, he's going to get into the Hall of Fame because he's a compiler. Yeah. No offense to him, he played twenty something years in this league. He's Did you see him pie. crying in that interview? Yeah. That was nice. But Yeah. So CCM gifts him these gloves. They were cool. And they say 1,768th NHL games. <sighs> also, it had the Toronto Maple Leafs logo on there. Right on. That wasn't the logo they wore when he played there. Oh, which That's one? not even their logo now. <laughs> Did they put the old one? Yep. Nah. Uh, Oops. Well, Tough. Carolina Hurricanes legend. Could, Did they even have the Hurricanes on there? I thought it was just the Maple Leafs. No, because he no, was yeah, traded there for a day and they bought him out. Oh. He was traded to Toronto as a as a salary dump. and Car- He was traded to Carolina from Toronto as a salary dump. And Carolina said, we're going to try and convince him to stay around. And Patrick Brown was like, nah, buy me that out. And they work. bought him out. 
You know, you know where Patrick Marlowe would want to be right now, probably Carolina. Um, he would have been wanted to be there that season too. But passing Gordy Howe, I was thinking about this the other night. I don't think Gordy Howe has like any more NHL records. No, but he had a lot of them. Yeah, because think every scoring one was broke by Gretzky. Yep. And then this is really the last big one that was standing. It, does uh, Mar- Marlowe also have the Ironman streak? Or is that longer? Because I know he's played like 899 games consecutively or some shit. I don't think that's... Uh... That's not how. Okay, so... so Who is I it? went on Wikipedia. Who has Gordy the Howe has some records. What does he have left? Who is, who is the uh, Iron Man record? I just looked this up. I know the active Iron Man... He doesn't have the Iron Man record. Patrick Marlowe. Okay. Because I know... Act, he's not uh, even the highest well, active one. Really? It's Keith Gordy Howe does... Yeah. Gordy Howe does have the most All-Star Game appearances. Hmm. Okay. 16 league. With 20... With 23. <laughs> 16, 16 league. league. <laughs> most seasons played, 26, where he's tied with Chris Chelios. Okay. I'm talking where he has sole possession. Um, most NHL and WHA season seasons. Get WHA out of there. First this... player to score thousand goals. Um, most NHL regular season games with a single team. Most NHL regular season goals by right winger. Most How many NHL is that? By right winger, eight. No, 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 no. By one, with one team. One thousand six hundred eighty-seven. Marlowe would have to play like three more seasons to catch that. He's not catching that one. Well, that wouldn't be with one team, would it? San Jose. Yeah. yeah. What's he at now with San Jose? Well, he took the three years off with Toronto, or the two years off with Toronto. Oh, and he started he, in San Jose? Yeah, he started in to... San Jose. He was there for like 20 years. Then he got, he got a, to go Let me go to, to hockey reference. He left to go to Toronto, and uh, then he went back to San Jose, and then he got traded to Pittsburgh, and then he went back to San Jose again. Oof. I know he doesn't He's have... He's at 1,596. And what was Howe at? 1,687. That's, that's, that's the rest of this season and next season. That's catchable. He has to keep his streak going, which is, be a, this is 898 games right now. And he can't request a trade or go to a contender. Yeah, I think I think he'll resign because he's got value. He's not great. He has eight points this season, uh, but he's got value as a fourth liner and veteran experience. Uh, who has the Iron Man streak? Look that up for me. Also, Gordy uh, Gordy Howe didn't have most games played in playoffs and regular season combined. That record is held by Mark Messier, I believe with I believe with nineteen hundred and eighty nine games somewhere around there. But I, I know Marlowe's like 30 behind it. One more season, he'd get it. Or if they made the playoffs this year and went on a run, he'd get it, but they're not making the playoffs this year. Let me, let me see. Because Yandel might surpass it very shortly, the Iron Man. No, I don't think he's... I don't think it's close at all. Also... Most consecutive games played. Okay, Yandel's 50 away. 50? Mm-hmm. It's not over 1,000 because we need a 9-11, 9-12? Oh, the other thing is... Okay. So Doug Jarvis has nine sixty four. Is that the is that the highest? Gary Younger has nine fourteen. Yandel has nine twelve. The next two after that are active. Marlowe Marlo eight ninety nine and Kessel at eight ninety. M- Marlowe could catch him. Kessel's interesting. Well, Marlowe's gonna have a tough time catching him if Yandel keeps playing. Yeah. How old's Yandel? 
Yandel's nine twelve. No, how old is he? How old is Keith Yandel? He's gonna be around a while. Sonk. Keith Yandel's thirty four. He's gonna be around a while. Sonk. He plays seven more years, and he doesn't miss a game. That's that's a it's, tall order. Yeah. All you need is this him, long. <laughs> all you need is for him to get one. That's all you needed up until this point. Yeah. But the you also got to remember. Longest, so does Marlon. The, Marlo the next longest active one is Brett Burns at five eighty six. Big, big jump. Yeah. I'm surprised Phil Kessel's up there because it's just surprising. Kessel has not missed a game since the third of November two thousand nine. Wow. Best player in the Arizona Coyotes. That's not saying much. Nope. But he's the best player in the well, Arizona. What was the last game uh, Patrick Marlowe missed? April 9th, 2009. Damn. Uh, he. Oh, man. So, he doesn't get affected by the first lockout. In his overall games played, he does. So, he misses 82 games there, 04, 05. He misses another 34... In 12-13, shortened season. No, this season. He missed 129. I did this math last night. I put it on Twitter. He missed 129 combined games. He would have smashed Gordy Howe's record a while ago. Yeah. Almost a season and a half ago. Yep. But lockouts take away. Hey, if it wasn't for lockouts, Marbador would have 750 wins. Well, you can you can say that, but. Oh, he would have. Oh. He, okay, he wouldn't have, okay, he'd have at least 700. There you go. He'd probably have 720. I was about to say, you're giving him all those wins. Well, I mean, listen, he played 70 games for the Devils in 0607. No, I know. But I you're imagine still giving pl- him all of those I wins. imagine he plays 70 for New Jersey in 0506. And I'd say he wins 45 of them. Okay. And then you got a lockout. Shout out to New Jersey for an interesting game today. Dude, what? And, f- and Brodor played through three lockouts. Yeah, it's true. So you got to throw in for him 94 95 too, not Marlowe. He got it in 97. Yeah, Devils six, outscored the Penguins 6 to 1 in the third period and lost 7 6. And, and that'll that'll do it for the playoff dreams. Yep. Two teams eliminated from the playoffs, Buffalo and New Jersey. They've been dead. Those playoff dreams have been dead. Ottawa, all Ottawa needs is a is to win out and have Montreal lose out. Right. That's it. Right. They're in. That's it. That's it. That's all it takes. It's playoff bound for Ottawa. Right. So that is going poor to Ottawa. Yeah, listen, <laughs> poor New Jersey. Uh, Buffalo's better catch them. Yeah, no, but I still feel bad for Ottawa. That's gonna wrap up this episode. Uh, we'll see you again on Friday. We're gonna do more draft stuff on Friday. We're having a simulated first round of the NFL draft one of these days, uh, where we have eight different people representing a division in the National Football League, and we will simulate a first round draft as if we are general managers. Ooh, what, uh, what, what division do I get? What do you want to be in it? Yeah, what? why was I not in it? Because <laughs> we didn't know you were doing all this draft because prep. The, this is bullshit. The quote, the quote from Tony that he texted me was, quote, I don't think Trish pays attention <laughs> to enough the to draft. the draft. Because I called Zach. I'm like, Zach, do you want to be in it? Zach's like, I don't pay attention to the draft. <laughs> I want to be in it. Okay, we'll kick somebody out to have Trish in it. Yes. Who was in it? Uh, I have the NFC East. John has the AFC East. Eric has the NFC North. You're going to hate some names I say Ooh, here. Can I have the NFC South? You want the AFC South, huh? Let me see what happens. No, after. NFC South. You want the NFC South? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, we can do some work with the NFC South for you. Yes. We can get you the NFC South. Yes. 
as I look at the names. Yeah, we can get you the NFC South. So I have the AFC East. That way I get some later picks, and they're going to be fucked. I have the (laughs) NFC East. You have the NFC South. Eric has the NFC North. Kyle has the NFC West. John has the AFC East. My brother's friend Gage has the AFC West. Uh, Who had the NFC South before I came in here? That's not important. No, I want to know. That was Tom Gilbert. No, who the fuck is Tom Gilbert? And Tom has the NFC, AFC a North. For, he was a former defenseman. AFC South is one of Tom's friends, but now I got to give Tom Gilbert something, so I got to figure out what he's going to do. All right, that's going to wrap this episode. We'll see Two you for that. Two weeks until Yankee Stadium, by the way. Two, Two weeks, weeks until we're at Yankee Stadium booing the Astros. I wish I could go. Yeah, you have work. I have work. Baby. Hey, what? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I work a full-time job. Um, My bad. NFL draft is nine days away. I wish I had John here to get his draft analysis to see if he's still all in on Zach Wilson. I imagine is. that's not going to change no. until he actually throws a football. Also, con- congrats to Tony for selling all his Devils tickets this season. Yeah, couldn't take it. Uh, the team has uh, driven tough. me to a place I've never been before, and I got rid of all my tickets. It's been tough. Tough, 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 tough. This was the season that broke the camel's back. Huh? Yeah, two home wins uh, since fans have been allowed back in. Four home wins on remember, the season. Remember how excited you were? Yeah, I, dude, it would have saved me so much time, energy, suffering. And money. If they just wouldn't have played. Yep. Well, maybe not money. I think they might have. You might have been charged anyway. Well, for next season, not this year. I'm still getting charged for next. Season. I'm paying like forty dollars a month. I'm paying twenty eight. <laughs> It's like nothing. I don't even know how many games we have to go to next year, but hopefully we go to all of them. Yeah. Hopefully they're good. You all know right. we're going to the first time Seattle's coming. Oh, most definitely. Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. They're adding another game next year. Oh, no, they're not adding another game next year. They should add two That's more games Seattle. for Seattle coming in. All right, so we will see you this Friday. Mock drafts next Tuesday. We'll have Jack Osterloff and some other guests joining us for next Tuesday's episode. Trish won't be here for mock draft day. But, I'll uh, send you some. Okay. Trish will have a mock no, no, draft. Matt, Harvey. Matt Harvey's first win is a Baltimore Oriole. The fact that that man is still in the league is mind-boggling. So we will see you this Friday for an episode of Too Many Men. Bye, everybody.